On today's Locked On Nationals, I'm going to be getting into this starting pitching rotation as the Nationals have added Trevor Williams with a two-year, $13 million deal. And guys, guess what? There's a gleam. There's a little bit of light there. I think this starting rotation staff might not be as bad as we think, but I also want to get into the new guy, Trevor Williams, and as well as Jay Mayor Candelario. And I have some thoughts on what the Nationals should do with those two vets and really how should we use them moving forward. But also I'm going to get into the one that got away, and it's not Anthony Rendon, it's not Bryce Harper, it's not Trey Turner, and it's not Juan Soto. Who could it be? And it's also not Max Scherzer. You'll find out right after this. You are Locked On Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Ryan Clary of the Locked On Nationals podcast. I have taken my Nationals fandom and my love for the team, and I have turned it into podcast form with the Locked On Podcast Network, where you get your team every single day. And that is a commitment that I give to you, and as well as Locked On Podcast Network. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day, as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And as I was getting into today, as I was plugging earlier, I want to get into the Nationals starting pitching rotation as, let's just be honest, last year, a complete disappointment as far as starting pitching staffs. An utter disappointment, an utter embarrassment, in fact, that you could say. When you have Patrick Corbin and Steven Strasburg making all that money, and Steven Strasburg he just couldn't stay healthy, and obviously, that's not his fault. We didn't, have, we couldn't have known that he wasn't going to be healthy moving forward, although he did have a lot of injuries in his past, but that's beyond the point from today. Patrick Corbin, one of the worst starting pitchers in baseball, making all that money in 2019, lights out. We know what he can do, but he has not been able to repeat that at all moving forward with this team but hey these two guys are still on this roster and they still need to somehow some way make a difference but hey we know what we're going to get with Steven Strasburg and what we're going to get is we have no idea we have zero idea but looking at these young guys there's light There's light at the end of this tunnel, and I don't think this starting pitching staff will be nearly as bad as it was in 2022. And the reason why I say that is because of the three young core of guys that we have that I truly believe could be taking a step up. Mackenzie Gore, left-handed pitcher that we acquired from the San Diego Padres, is one of the brighter young minds in baseball, in my humbled opinion. I truly think Mackenzie Gore as I've said plenty of times over the last month or so, will be the ace of this pitching staff as long as Steven Strasburg isn't healthy and Patrick Corbin hasn't returned to form. And the reason why I say that is his first seven starts with the San Diego Padres this year. He was one of the best left-handed starters in all of baseball. And that's not even a joke. That's not even something to where I'm over-speculating with. 
He truly was. He was brilliant in those few games. He has a high 90s fastball that is really devastating at some times, especially when you're a left-handed pitcher or left-handed hitter. And if you were to see Mackenzie Gore and what he can do for this staff, I don't think this is that bad of a top-heavy starting pitching rotation. It's not that bad at all. And then you look at Cade Cavalli, another kind of high 90s fastball who can hit 100 every now and then, and who will, you'll see that. He'll probably be the pitcher on this staff that you'll see the most out of. But Cade Cavalli as well, his one start this year against the Cincinnati Reds, yes, he did get rocked. But hey, he had shoulder inflammation. This is someone who was battling an injury, and it seemed like this was a lingering issue for him this year, and that's probably why the Nationals were hesitant to bring him up as early as people wanted him to be, including myself. But hey, we didn't know that. So now looking into this year with what Cade Cavalli can build off his one start, he's going to have a fresh full off season to recover, which I'm sure he's already healthy. And I'm sure he would have been healthy to pitch in late September if that's what it came down to. But when you're the worst team in baseball, there's no point in to put one of your better pitching prospects, better, the best pitching prospect that you have at that point out there, try to risk injury. There's no point in it. And I'm perfectly fine with that. But when you look at Cade Cavalli and what he can provide, you kind of saw the different stuff that he can bring. And this is to where I get actually excited about with him. Because I think this is kind of your modern day pitcher. You want a high 90s fastball, someone who can throw a nice little change up, can mix in some breaking ball pitches. And when you're a young guy looking to break out in the MLB, this is what you need. This is this kind of stuff that you want to see from a young pitcher. High 90s fastball, great breaking ball, and a solid changeup that is still developing as his game continues. Because truly, he could be the ace of the staff, but I have my eyes on Mackenzie Gore as that. But then also, I want to talk about Josiah Gray, as this is going to be his second full season in the major leagues. And this is going to be a big year for him. Nationals fans had a lot of expectations for him. When you trade Max Scherzer and Trey Turner to the Los Angeles Dodgers, and Josiah Gray is one of the headlining names of that deal alongside with Key Bear Ruiz, man, that's a lot of expectations there. You're trading away a two-time Cy Young Award runner, one of the better pitchers in baseball over the last decade, if not the best pitcher in baseball. So I think a lot of Nationals fans, including myself, kind of thought a little outside the box when it came to Josiah Gray. Our expectations were so high, we didn't truly know what we could be getting out of him. Because, hey, it's a tough transition for someone who may not be your ace of the staff. He certainly could be that one day, but he's got a lot of issues to work through. But, hey, it's part of the game when you're a younger guy. I'm giving him some time to develop. He's going to be developed eventually, and especially bringing these new analytical guys that the Nationals have done this offseason. I expect a big jump in a lot of game, and you're going to see a lot of those jumps come from the pitching staff, not just the starting rotation, but as well as the bullpen. That's really what it comes down to. Pitching and analytics, they coincide with each other. They live with each other. They are roommates. So you're going to see a lot of jump when it comes to Josiah Gray in his game. But also, I want to talk a little 
on Mackenzie Gore as well and go a little more in-depth with him as I truly think Mackenzie Gore is going to be the ace of the staff for the Nationals. This is someone who dominated his first seven starts with the San Diego Padres. Absolutely dominated. I have the stats here right now with Mackenzie Gore. His first seven starts, or his first three starts in the major leagues, he had a 176 ERA and 15 innings pitch, had 20 strikeouts and only six walks. And then you look in May to where he completed five starts with the San Diego Padres, or actually four starts with the San Diego Padres, and he dominated that as well with a 169 ERA and 26 innings pitch with 27 strikeouts and eight walks. Guys, Mackenzie Gore, when he is healthy, will be our biggest difference maker in this staff moving forward alongside Cade Cavalli and alongside Josiah Gray. And this is someone to where, like I've said many times on today's show, and as well, you're going to hear me say throughout the rest of the year, Mackenzie Gore will be your ace for the Washington Nationals. No doubt in my mind. He will be your number one starting pitcher. He will be the guy that you're going to rely on every five days to go out there and hopefully get a win. Now, he is going to get some bumps in the road, as he did this past year for his first season in the major leagues. But again, the talent is there. I believe in stuff. and Mackenzie Gore has the stuff. And what does that mean, the stuff? Well, a changeup. The high 90s fastball for a left-handed pitcher. Someone who can miss high in the zone every now and then. But once he's settled, once he's getting in zone, he is a difference maker when it comes to pitching. And it's not even close. It truly isn't. This is someone who will be your ace of the staff for the Washington Nationals. But also the Nationals did sign Trevor Williams over from the New York Mets to a two-year, $13 million deal. And I want to get into him after I tell you guys about my friends over at Simply Safe. At Locked On Nationals, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Nationals listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. Here's why I love it. I work in Washington, D.C., and I can't always be over at my home in Virginia. But when I have Simply Safe through as my security source, it's a security blanket for myself and all the family that I have over there. And it just makes me feel comfortable. And I want you guys to feel comfortable. We all want to feel comfortable because, hey. It's just what we love. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems, and I love good bargains. Don't miss your chance to say big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And as I was getting into, I want to talk about the Nationals acquisition of starting pitcher Trevor Williams. Is that safe to say? Well, let me start by saying this. The Nationals yesterday in their press conference with Trevor Williams, their full-on intentions with Trevor Williams is to have him be 
the full-time, a full-time starter for the Washington Nationals in this rotation. And that's fine. We can do that. But also, I'm a believer in playing players to their strengths. And coming with that, playing players to their strengths, I think it kind of can be a little difficult at times to really find their strengths. But I look at Trevor Williams last year, and this is someone who I see as who's a swing man, and that's what he does best. It's kind of similar to a Palo Espino in a sense, to where you don't want him every five days out there, but when you need someone to make a spot start, when you need someone to eat some innings out of the bullpen, that's the guy you go to. And I think Trevor Williams kind of goes in with that Palo Espino effect. Although I will say he is a much better Palo Espino, someone who is a legit pitcher in Major League Baseball. Someone who Mets fans were really actually upset about losing him. And the reason why they were is because he was that guy that you can kind of put in any situation. He was their security blanket for the pitching staff. And with that, having that security blanket there is awesome you need that especially when you have a starting pitcher that could blow up after two innings it could happen to anyone at any time in any game so having someone like trevor williams where it's that value where you can have him put out there eat up three innings and that's huge for teams especially going down in the later stretch of the season that is a massive difference maker and i want to see trevor williams in that role because that's what we need I would like to see the young guys of Josiah Gray, Cade Cavalli, Mackenzie Gore. I want to see those guys kind of take the role in the pitching staff for this year. Now, if Trevor Williams is a starter with us and he's great, awesome. I think that is a great play to do then. But then again, we've seen it. I've seen it. You've seen it. We all know what we're talking about with this. In 2018 and 2019, his last full two seasons to where he was a full-time starter. This is someone who threw 316 innings, gave up 42 home runs, 239 strikeouts, and had a 4.15 ERA in those two years. Not great, not terrible, but it's not something that we're looking for. We want to see the young guys develop. And also, I like to play players to their strengths. Because ultimately, what happens when you win? You're playing players to their strengths. And I believe if Trevor Williams were to come in that swingman role and kind of see what we can do with him and kind of see all the different scenarios that we can play out with him, because we know what, we're, what what's going to happen. When you have a young core of starting pitchers like Mackenzie Gore, Cade Cavalli, Josiah Gray, Patrick Corbin even, there's going to be some blow-up games. There's going to be some times to where Cade Cavalli, Patrick Corbin, those guys won't be able to make it out of the second inning because they're getting absolutely rocked. You know what's valuable to have? is to get Trevor Williams. And it's not even just about getting wins. It's also about protecting the bullpen. It's about saving arms. It's about not using guys like Carl Edwards Jr. for multiple innings that could end up in an arm injury or Hunter Harvey for that case, Kyle Finnegan, those guys who really do matter to this organization's bullpen that you don't really want to injure. Because one, those guys are valuable on their own that could be trade assets down at the deadline. 
but then also they're just solid arms out of the bullpen, and you need to protect your bullpen and have any chance at making the postseason. It's it's a prerequisite. You have to have the bullpen. That's why I think Trevor Williams, to where if someone's banged up, have him play, have a spot start. If someone's blowing up in the game, you pull him, you go to Trevor Williams, you play him to their strength. And I that's what I just believe in. Maybe it's a traditionalist look at it, but I'm not all that interested in Trevor Williams going out there every five days. I think he's a perfectly fine starting pitcher. But I think the ultimate big difference that we get is from when Trevor Williams comes out of the bullpen or makes a spot start, and you can also potentially pair him with an opener to eat up the first two innings and have Trevor Williams go three to four innings and to have the bullpen for the rest of the way. That's the most possible kind of best scenario to where I would love to see Trevor Williams pitch because I think that people will see the value in him, not only as Nationals fans, but when it comes to that deadline and teams are going to be looking for guys like that, those inning eaters that are also just super valuable to an organization, as I was saying. So that's what I want to see with Trevor Williams. Pair him with an opener or have him come out of the pen and make a couple spot starts. That's where he is at his best. But the Nationals also made another move with J. Mayor Candelario. But before we get into that, thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard or behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And as I was saying, I want to get into J. Mayor Candelario as what role should we really be expecting with this guy? This is someone in 2021 led all of, or actually was tied with MVP Bryce Harper in 2021 with the most doubles in all of baseball. That's impressive. And this is someone who is a switch hitter. Ultimately, I think he hits a little better as a right-handed bat This is someone who can play third base, someone who can play first base, and someone who obviously can DH. Anyone can DH. But when I look at him and the role that he could play with the Nationals, I see him as kind of just your ultra-utility guy. Think of like a Steve Lombardozzi type for when if you're looking back to the early 2010s with the Nationals. Someone who isn't going to be a consistent everyday starter. But coming off the bench, getting in some pinch hit rolls, I think that's where you're going to see the most value from Candelario. And the reason why I say that, I'm just not too interested in having him out there who, one, he's not a very good defender. This is someone who's not going to be a stalwart at third base. I'd much rather see Carter Keeboom battle his injuries there or battle his all, all his mistakes that he's made. Jake Alou, another young guy that I would like to see at third base. Ildemara Vargas is also going to be in that mix for the starting third base job. And so that's what I really ultimately want to see with the Washington Nationals. I just don't really, I'm not really interested in having a 30 plus year old playing third base who also is just not as good as everyone may think he is. He had one very good year. This is someone who has been productive over his career, but it's time to flip the page. The future is now, and we need to see guys who will help us on our next championship team. 
Is that Jake Alou? Maybe. Is it Carter Kibu? Maybe. So that's what I want to see. And that's what this rebuild is all about. It's all about opportunities. And so Candelario, if he were to come off the bench, if he were to start every few games, awesome. Because this is someone who is a good utility player who can play both hot corner positions and also can DH and get some power out of that bat. But last year, that kind of fell apart for him. So I want to see the Nationals use him to his strengths and not have him out there every day. I want to see him get around 380 at-bats this season and see what we can go from there. Because again, the future is over the present. That's what the Nationals are looking into right now. I want to get into a little bit of a soppy, sad thing as I saw the other day because the Nationals lost someone that is a big deal, as we all know from this last year, but it's not all the players that we lost. It's a coach. So before I get into that, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, we've got it all on BetOnline.net. This is what I do. I look up all their stats. I look up all the analysis that they could possibly give me because I'm a numbers guy. I like to see the facts, and that's what they give me, and they're going to give you that as well. And it's just the easiest way to find out what you want to bet. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, and you can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And now getting back into the other one that got away. I did talk about Trey Turner being the one that got away. And as far as players, I do believe that. But I was reading a story from the Philadelphia Inquirer the other day. And they had a long piece on former Nationals hitting coach Kevin Long. And for those who don't know, Kevin Long left the organization after the 2021 season for the Philadelphia Phillies. In that time, you saw Kyle Schwarber sign with the Philadelphia Phillies last offseason. You know what he did this year? He had a pretty damn good year helping the Phillies win the NL pennant and making it to the World Series. You saw Bryce Harper have another absurd year. Trey Turner signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. And also watching his introductory press conference, he mentioned Kevin Long being an influence for the Washington Nationals going really leaving the Nationals for the Philadelphia Phillies or leaving the Dodgers. But then again, Kevin Long is someone we saw the offense completely collapse this past year. You saw Juan Soto even struggle a little bit. You saw Josh Bell. Josh, well, actually, Josh Bell had a good, solid year. But even then, when he started off with his struggles early on in 2021, you really saw him pick it back up in the second half of that 2021 season. And do part of that is Kevin Long. And a lot of people in Philadelphia, I've been reading a lot about him and what people think about Kevin Long. You and I, we already know about Kevin Long. We already know about the successes that he's had over the years, helping the Yankees in 09, helping the New York Mets in 2015, and then ultimately helping the Washington Nationals in 2019 to lift them to prosperity and hoist that World Series trophy. 
Kevin Long is one of those invaluable assets that to where people forget about what he was and what he brought to this team. I don't know what sort of voodoo magic that he has, but he's got it. And that's just really what it comes down to. I can't explain some of the things that he does, but one from knowing him and meeting him in the clubhouse, one of the most very personal kind of guys, someone who took Juan Soto to the Los Angeles Dodgers playoff game in 2021, sat behind home plate with him. And that kind of shows you what sort of relationship that Kevin Long has with his players. You'll never see anyone bag this guy. You'll never see anyone dunk on his head. All they want to do is say good things about the former Nationals hitting coach. And I think you should not forget about what Kevin Long meant to this team and specifically what he meant to the 2019 Washington Nationals. Because boy, oh boy, do we miss Kevin Long. And then Philadelphia Phillies, they signed him to a two-year extension. So he's going to be there a while, unfortunately. And they've got themselves a good one. Thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. You enjoy your day. Go Nats.